This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at infinitepotato.com. I'm Jared Stern. I think people should listen because we're desperate for attention right now. (laughs) I'm also Jared Stern. This is what I like to call an exercise in benign narcissism. And you're Between Two Sterns. What's up, buddy? How's it going? You and I are having different weeks as per usual. Oh, yeah? What's, let's hear about yours first, and then I can talk in contrast. I had such a great story coming into this thing, too. Like, my Monday story was fantastic. I had such a good story coming into this. It was so good that I didn't need to do anything for the rest of the week. Like, and I had this amazing experience on Monday, which was... Okay. And then 14 hours ago occurred, and I am going slightly viral on TikTok, Oh, yeah, impossible. You showed me this and I'm not sure if you can qualify what's happening to you as going viral. I would call this a mild infection. Given the fact that I work in this industry uh, and every day I talk to creators who are clamoring to get this kind of traction and this kind of momentum, I would say that given the fact that I had no presence on TikTok uh, and was being followed by three people, and within a less than 24 hour span has multiplied that by, I don't know, a hundred thousand percent, something. So you you still have zero followers, right? (laughs) I have three. So I I think I'm up to, I think I'm up to 500 followers now. Oh, wow. The video itself is about to surpass being viewed 300,000 times. Oh, okay. So it has grown slightly since last we spoke. What I realize is when I send the link to people, they can only see how many times it's been liked, which is somewhere around 50,000 times at this point. That's still pretty good. Yeah, but you can't track how many times it's been viewed or shared. So it's been shared like thousands of times. So... We're planning other ones. If for some, because I've I've linked the podcast now onto my TikTok page. If you're if you're joining me from TikTok, uh, welcome to the podcast with your fairy god daddy. Thanks for fueling the zero to seventeen uh, demographic. That's not even the demographic, man. That's the crazy part. <laughs> Just explain exactly what it is you've done. So you know you live together. One thing that tends to suffer, it's happened in past relationships, is date night, right? The the night where you go out on a date. And so because we're living together all the time, we're home, uh, Julie started instituting this idea where like once a month, each one of us takes a turn planning a date for the other one. Monday, the the other story I have is her date that she planned for me, which is absurd in its own regard. But this weekend was also my turn to plan a date for her and things kept getting moved around. I had forgotten about it. So like racked my brain. I'm like, what can we do? that she'll love. And Julie is a Disney girl. She loves Disney. We live in Orange County in Tustin, which is very close to Disneyland. We're about 15, 20 minutes away from Disneyland. Back pre-pandemic, she had a season pass. She would go once a week, you know, just go in, grab a churro, uh, <laughs> like sit down, eat like she had favorite restaurants. Like it was her spot. Like some people go to the mall, some people go to a park. She would once a week or once every two weeks go to Disneyland. And I have a number of friends out here in California that are the same way. So I tell her that I have a surprise plan for her. I just need her to dress cute and comfort in comfortable shoes. And so leading up to it right before we leave, she goes, 
I said, you know, it's something that I'm not overly familiar with, but I feel like you'll be familiar with. So she's like, do you want to tell me what it is just so I can help if need be? And I said, okay, I figured we can go down to downtown Disney. And she goes, oh my God, I love that idea. It's not Disney, but it's close to Disney. And she goes, can we go Disney bound? Now I've been with Julie long enough at this point to know that more often than not, there's going to be a miscommunication on a day-by-day basis. And this is not a language barrier. This is just a a Julie and I barrier. Like the way her brain thinks is different than the way my brain thinks. And sometimes I get the edge and I was like, no, I, me, I was the one who thought correctlier. And sometimes it's her, it's a crapshoot either way. But I've learned enough at this point that if she asks me something that I don't understand, my response was yes, but before I commit to this, what the fuck is Disney bound? <laughs> because in my mind, I'm like, of course we're Disney bound. That's where we're going. We're bound. We are, we are bound for Disney. Right. Sure. Or Disney bound is some restaurant or some shop there. So she explains to me, and this is fascinating to me because I worked at a theme park for years. I never worked at Disney. I worked at Sesame Place. We never had anything like this, but the concept fascinated me. So you're not allowed or it's frowned upon. I think you're not allowed to go to Disney dressed up in full costumes. What? Unless you're under the age of like 12. And the reason being is because they don't want guests being mis, um, being confused oh, sure. cast members dressed up as those characters. Sure. Disney bound or bounding, B-O-U-N-D-I-N-G, is when like, you can dress similarly to the characters without crossing the threshold, right? Okay, so what is the, what's the limit then? Mm. So we saw somebody with like red pants on and like a white blouse. So that would be considered Disney bound for like Mickey, right? The red and the white, that type okay, of thing. Okay, so it can, can it can insinuate the character, but not necessarily imitate the character. Exactly. I, th- I think that's a great way of putting it. Uh, you can wear Mickey ears, like that's a big thing. And so I said, now understand, I'm already, I, I already didn't plan date night the right way, right? So she's already excited about going to this thing. And she's even more excited about doing this Disney bound thing. And I'm uh-huh. like, all right, well, what did you have in mind? Because I don't have anything that feels Disney boundable. And she goes, oh, I have an idea. And she pulls out a drawer under the bed, like it was ready to go. <laughs> it's just oh, not, not only do I have an idea, I've had this idea for right? a long time. And she's like, oh my God, no, I have a great idea. No, this way I can wear my Cinderella dress. Because the dress she's wearing in the TikTok, little pink one, is uh-huh. like a Cinderella dress. And so... <laughs> She pulls out this woman's small fairy godmother t-shirt, right? I mean, and she goes, try this on. Now, the fun game that we've been playing ever since I lost all the weight with the challenge, and I will go in for a comfortable 45 minutes to an hour and a half about the challenge after this. Can't wait. (laughs) Was what clothing I don't fit into anymore because it's too big. And some clothing, like we were going out one and I forgot my hoodie. And she was like, you probably fit into mine at this point. And I was like, no, I... Oh my God, I do. Like You do uh, not fit into her clothes. Well, she it's like a small. She wears a small and like small unisex smalls can be, I'm, I'm a small. Are, are you a, now a medium? I, I, I coined medium. I actually called it medium, but I coined medium years ago. Yeah. yeah, sure you did. I, oh, I coined medium. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been calling it medium for years, but yes, I, I like my, my pants are smalls now. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't, I'm, I'm, I'm tinier than I was before. Sure. So I put this shirt on and it is so comically tight. Like it's it's tight and like tight. And I turn, cause like the way our room is set up, I'm looking at her and then I turn and I look at the full length mirror on the door and I look at myself 
And the first thing that pops into my head is the phrase, oh my God, I'm her fairy god daddy. And like, all I can think about is how viral that phrase will go on TikTok. And I will explain why. Did we ever talk about, I can't imagine that we did. There was a documentary or something done a while back about the Venn diagram, the crossover between people who are very into Disney and the prevalence of things like sexual kinks that they might have associated with the movies. We have not gone into that, but that does not strike me as surprising in the slightest. So especially, that, yeah. That's, that Venn diagram is probably just one circle, actually. <laughs> it is just one circle. So especially in like the, like our generation growing up, up until like Pixar really came into play, based off of kind of what your favorite Disney thing was, you could tell, because there was a lot of like bondage. There was a lot of like women being restricted, control being taken away, like uh, power dynamic place type of stuff. It was a big thing. And it's, it's, a, it's like a known thing. So now I'm thinking to myself, I was like, I swear to God, all I need to do is put a picture of myself in this shirt on TikTok and just say fairy God daddy and this shit can go viral. And so I, I proposed it to her and her and I have been talking about doing, cause we, we've been looking for a bonding thing. Like we're at home all the time. She, like she does aerial. I'm not a big aerialist. I play video games. She doesn't play video games. We want something that we can do for quality time. So what we've been thinking about doing for a while is like doing a TikTok channel where like you take the TikTok recipes for food that they put on there and we try doing them ourselves. And you know, we see if the food's any good, you know, that type of thing. Okay. And so I go, okay, I will wear this outfit but I have an idea for a TikTok that I want to record. We have to record it when we get there. She's like, oh, okay. So we go to Disney and I am so happy that it was both bright out so I could wear sunglasses and the Delta variant is like prevalent in the area. So I had to wear a mask because I could not stop smiling the entire time because the amount of people that were just glancing at me and then looking back or just outwardly staring at me was off the chart. I have never received so many compliments about what I was wearing ever in my entire life. First, wow. the number of people who walked up to us and ignored Julie, who looked beautiful in this pink, like Cinderella inspired dress. And we were like, I love your shirt. I love your shirt so much. We get into the park. And so we did re two of these recordings. I, I posted one video and we posted it on Instagram. Some people were looking at it and I put it up on TikTok. And for 10 minutes, nobody looked at it. And I realized it's because I looked like an old man trying to figure out TikTok. Cause the first image is just me with my hand up on the face of the screen, trying to get it. Cause I was trying to angle the shirt out. So I take it off of TikTok and I sit there. I'm like, I need to spend like a half an hour trying to figure out how TikTok works. She goes, not a problem. So she's pulling up TikTok tutorials. I'm trying to do it on my phone and we refilm the entire thing. So my TikTok presence has just been voyeurism. Like I have an account, three people follow me. And it's like Julie and two friends of mine. And it's just so I can like send funny TikToks to each other back and forth. I had no following. And so we just hashtag the shit out of it. And again, I, I work in this area. I'm looking at these hashtags. Hashtag Disney, 210 billion hashtag Disney's with wow. a B. Hashtag Disney bound. Millions, millions of hashtags in this category. So we hashtag it all out. We throw it online. I put it in my pocket. I go, okay, now we're going to enjoy the rest of the day. We walk around the corner. We look down, nothing. Walk around the corner, look down, nothing. I go, I'm going to stop looking at it. Let's just enjoy the day. We'll walk around. We go around for about 10, 15 minutes. We come back. We have about 400. And we're like, 400? This is going to greatly surpass my body transformation one that was hovering at like a 700. 
By the time we get to dinner, we're at about 4,000. Wow. It was maybe 45 minutes. When we went to bed that night, we were at about 20,000. And she was like, what do you think it's going to be in the morning? I'm like, I think we'll wake up and maybe be around 50. We woke up in the morning and it was 124,000. And now if I can check, because I'm pretty sure we were just on the cusp of doing it, we have officially passed 300,000. Wow. And so like Bob Saget before me, for all of the effort I have put in to be known and well-known for my wit and maybe my blue collar comedy and my off color stuff. You're going to get known for a family friendly thing. This family friendly Disney thing. That's going to be the thing that. Hey, listen, buddy, you're on an explicit podcast. Damn right. I am. That is listened to by dozens of people. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're planning out a couple more trips to Disney. We have a couple more ideas of, of, of TikToks to do, but. I wish you all the virality in the world. Here's the thing that you have to understand, which is absurd about this. Part of the reason she liked this is before we, she goes to Disney, she follows these people on YouTube that have videos that are like 45 minutes long, 15, 45 minutes long, where they just go to the park and do the thing before you do it and then rate the thing to see if it's worth you spending your time doing it. Sure. And she showed me some videos of this girl that she knows where, and the videos were good. I'm not taking anything away from them, but it's not overly produced. A lot of it seems like it's just handheld camera filmed with her and her husband. They've quit both of their jobs. Their full-time job is just to go down there a couple of days a week, look at the merch that's in downtown Disney and in Disneyland and just tell people what it is. And the 210 billion people who are watching all of this, it's the numbers are off the chart. Well, all right. So here's my question then. Yeah. Here's my question. They quit their jobs. So how are they monetizing this? So you can monetize it a number of different ways. First of all, brand endorsement. You know, Is so Disney endorsing them? That's not the key to brand endorsement. The key to brand endorsement is not to endorse the product that you're doing because then it's going to feel as if you're being told by that company to sell the product. So if you're thinking about Disney walking around, you can do Dr. Scholl's insults, right? Ins insults. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't drink before these things. By the way, Dr. Scholl's insults should be a comedic channel. Uh, insults? That's what I said. <laughs> Dr. Scholl's inserts. Or you can advertise, because you're like, I'm walking around Disney all day. I'm looking at all these products and my feet would normally kill me. My, this is why this is sponsored by Dr. Scholl's. Or okay. a pair of sunglass company because it's so bright out there, or a water bottle company, because you want to drink water and stay hydrated and it doesn't leak, that type of thing. Okay. So that's one way of monetizing it. Just the general ad revenue that comes from YouTube. I mean, just commercial space alone, you can make a huge killing off of. I mean, the, these are getting millions of views. I, she showed me this channel. It, it, it would be the equivalent of you and I buying a ticket, walking into Disney, holding up our phones and going through and being like, there's a baby Yoda right here. This one is small. And this baby Yoda right here is medium. And this small is ten dollars. <laughs> this medium is thirty. They should make a schmedium in between, so that uh, the money people make doing this—it's insane. Yeah, no, that it, it, it does sound insane. Uh, now, if 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 we were going to uh, if we were going to then try to monetize this podcast, uh, I would say the product or service that we want to make sure people didn't think was associated with us uh, would be Ticketmaster. <laughs> By the way, fuck Ticketmaster. <laughs> well, you, allow you, me. You certainly cashed in your uh, your pass for tangent of the week, didn't you? <laughs> hey, listen. 
I did, I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't want TikTok to turn into another camp thing. Is, is, is Ticketmaster the phrase that pays this week? Oh, oh man, I'm so fucking pissed. So today it was announced that uh, one of the big concert venues on the Southwest waterfront reopening after it's their, their <laughs> first show uh, post, post-COVID uh, where, they're, where they're having a live audience. And who's going to be headlining the show? Dave Chappelle. Whoa! Right. Whoa. So they announced they announced it today. Tickets went on sale at five o'clock. Okay. Now I I I only found out about this at like four o'clock. Okay. But I get in line. I get in the queue for Ticketmaster with about fifteen minutes before ticket the tickets go live. You this get is, into the I'm queue. So sorry, you might have said this already. This is online. You didn't go down there, right? No. Oh no no no. I I went through Ticketmaster. Dot com. com. Gotcha. Ticketmaster.com. I was on my phone, mm-hmm. you know, one of these newfangled gadgets that everyone has and can uh, people can can uh, can do every manner of transaction possible on their phone. I was on my phone, had was looking at the at the clock ticked down. Oh, there's there's five minutes left. Oh, there's there's three minutes left. Oh, it's it. You're you're now in the queue. And I had two thousand people in front of me. No problem. No yeah. problem. There's more than 2,000 seats in that theater. No yeah. big deal. So I wait and watch the, the numbers uh, ahead of me tick down, tick down, tick down. There's one person ahead of you, and now you're in. Okay, great. I'm going to get Dave Chappelle tickets. I can't wait. I've never seen him live. This is going to be amazing. So I go and I search on the, on the seats. I, I want to get two tickets. I want the best possible price. I'm not trying to pay $500 a ticket, but there were tickets for like 50 bucks or $75, which is not cost prohibitive for the experience. And I put two in my cart and then I hit buy them, <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> Engage. Engage, make it so. <laughs> the, the little thing starts to, 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 to twirl and then I get a, we're sorry, we can't make this, this transaction is not possible on this device. What? Yeah. And then I went back and I went back into the, into the main thing. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll try some other, a different set of tickets. And I tried that. And again, it was giving me an error message. Cannot be bought on this device. So kicks me out. I would not be pissed about this if, if uh-huh. not 10 minutes later, I bought tickets to another show at the same fucking venue on my phone. Okay, because you just you just took out the big thing that I was gonna ask, which was Yeah. So I was in. I had the tickets in my hot little hands. They were in my they were in my cart. I was ready to pay for them. And then it told me it could not make the transaction happen on that device. Christ. I oh it was yeah. That's that was that was today's that was today's frustration. Can I ask a, a, a series of rhetorical questions please, that, that please. might frustrate you more? So if I'm walking through the logic here, you were on your phone, which it allowed mm-hmm. you to go to the website in the first place. At no sure. point in the process did it say, we've detected that you're using a device that you cannot purchase these tickets with. And, and, and not just that, I used the device to purchase tickets at the venue through Ticketmaster. That's what we're getting For a different show. That's what we're getting to. So you try and do it, pinwheels out, it's dead. Yep. You try and do it again, pinwheels out and it's dead. Did you dart to a computer at that point to try and jump? I on? did, I did. And then, oh, so, so yeah. So I, I hopped back in the queue with 2,000 more people in front of me. And if I finally get back in, and there are two tickets left. No. Period. Two tickets. One was for $675. <laughs> 
and the other one was for twelve hundred and fifty dollars. Come on! <clears throat> but those were the only. There were two tickets, two singular tickets left. That was it. That's ridiculous. Once I got back in. That's ridiculous. So then <clears throat> you're on the computer. You're frustrated as hell because yeah. you're one of the tickets and you can't. Then more tickets for something else show up and you go. Oh well, no. Let me this just pull up my phone and just because this I, was a. This other thing was a show that I had planned to buy tickets as a gift uh, to my parents. My dad's birthday is coming right. up in uh, next month. As older people, they like Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Frankie Valley and four guys who are not the Four Seasons, but who are bet- singing backup for him, are playing at the same place in a couple of weeks. So there's no risk of this selling out. So you decide to attempt the process again to see yeah. what you're not gotcha. Well, I, yeah, I was planning to buy those tickets anyway. I figured let's get done with the Dave Chappelle transaction and then I'll buy the Frankie Valley tickets. But what compelled you to try and buy the Frankie Valley tickets with your phone if it had failed for the day? Just to see if I could. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. Right. Okay. Just to see if I was like, well, let's just see. Let's see if it's Ticketmaster or if it's me. And it turns out it was Ticketmaster. And again, cannot say this enough. Fuck Ticketmaster. Based off of your series of answers, I would have done the exact same thing step by step the phone the thing retesting it with the other tickets it's also yeah. something i would have done because i'm neurotic and crazy also while julie would sit next to me and go why don't you just use your computer and i would have to explain to her what the principle of things were <laughs> exactly so i have to uh i i have to go i guess i have to go through what my week was yeah yeah for those I mean, we're really backwards timing this whole thing aren't i mean we? i guess so well listen you 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 dove head first into into your tiktok thing and again, a nice guy that I am. I let you have that leeway. No problem. Well, at this point, as I continue to try and do more things to convert listeners to this podcast, maybe the thing that didn't help the camp take off with us was that I didn't put it in the beginning. So now the TikTok thing. <laughs> so hopefully if you're coming over from TikTok, I've given you the story. Please keep listening through. We really, really need the attention. Yeah, so, so, so you, you have all, 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 the, all the Disney fans listening to this first bit for like the first 10 minutes or whatever. And then old man yells at cloud. <laughs> Very quickly. I did, by the way, just to button off the story. Sure. Um, I emailed Jared. I, I emailed him the link with the TikTok. the other Jared. Oh, no kidding. And I said, so I figured out the script the three of us are writing. Uh, apparently there's a high demand for the fairy God daddy. And I think we need Dwayne the Jared Stern Johnson to play him. <laughs> He has already played the Tooth Fairy, so he's this got that. I, was, I, I heard about this, and I was like, I clearly was not watching movies for a period of time because I had not heard of this. Oh, yeah. You never heard of the Tooth Fairy? How did they not just have him do the Fairy God then? Well, we can make that happen. Not enough Jared Stearns on that project. Actually, no. He's going to play the role of Nasta. He's going to be the psychic that does the reading that brings the three of us together. That's it. Ooh. But he has to do it in, like, Mrs. Doubtfire style. Right? <laughs> Hello! Hello! <laughs> uh, all right, so so let's let's do your thing. Let, let's because sure. So yeah. uh, I am, uh, and I, I apologize if I if I seem kind of a, a half step behind, but I am kind of jet lagged and yeah. dragging ass right now. Just flew back yesterday from the Pacific Northwest. I was out in your time zone. Two Jareds, one time zone. That's right. We were taking care of some uh, family business for Andrea. I didn't want to make a big public thing out of this, but uh, she lost her father last year. And so because pandemic, we weren't able to do a proper ceremony, proper burial, any of that. 
So now that things are normal-ish, better, you can fly on a plane without being super nervous about it. People right. can actually hug each other again, yeah. kind of. We decided now was a, it was a good time to get the family together to, to do that. Uh, before we, I, I get into, you know, the, I, I don't want to say downer because it was, I mean, it was a very nice family visitation. Obviously the funeral itself was, was sad, but it was, you know, a fond remembrance of him. There were, there were two ceremonies. There was the, uh, the Catholic uh, ceremony in the church. And then there was a, a military service. Okay. What branch of the military was he in? I believe he was in the army. Okay. Uh, he was in Vietnam, <laughs> but he wasn't like in the thick of Vietnam. He helped build the airport for the troops that were coming to Vietnam. Okay. To help receive troops in Vietnam. Okay. Um, but uh, he was, I want to say private fifth class. Okay. I think that's the, I think that was his rank. Um, but anyway, I, I, I will get into those things in a minute. Or, you know what? No, you know what? Let's get those out of the way now. And then I can get into the, the lighter stuff. Yeah. So the, the, again, the Catholic ceremony was very moving. I cry like a baby at funerals. Check. That's, I mean, it was. You have a soul. That's good. Yes. Uh, yes, I do. I like to think that I do. Her, uh, her brother gave a very, uh, very touching eulogy. Um, so, and we got uh, the whole family together. And then after, after the, that ceremony was done, we were, we all got together at a, a neighborhood restaurant that he was very, that, that he loved. And we all sat around and drank beer and ate pizza and swapped stories about him. Uh, the the, only way to do it. The only yeah, way. no, it, it is in fact the only way. So the military ceremony, the military funeral, that was, I mean, I hesitate to say cool, but it was very, it was moving. It was, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've never been a part of one of those okay. before. But this had, it wasn't the 21 gun salute, but there was a, a rifle salute. Three of them? A, three guys? Three. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my grandfather um, had a military funeral. Uh, okay. Small one, but, but still a military funeral. Oh, no. This, I mean, this was, this, was, this was small. This was maybe 15 people. Uh, so they had the three r- rifle salute. They had uh, two, um, two soldiers who were, who first they unfolded the flag and then they very precisely and crisply <clears throat> folded it back up. Oh, yeah. And I was doing fine until the guy knelt down and presented the flag to her brother and said, it's been an honor. That's, that's what got me. But they also did something that, again, was very touching and very moving, was they called the role for the final time, where they, they call the, the soldier's name oh, I, I, three times. And if he doesn't answer three times, his name is stricken from the roster, the, the on-duty roster. Yeah, I can feel you getting choked up as you say it. It was, yeah. man, it, it was heavy. It really was. Uh, and then they played taps, fun. and then that, yeah. But it's a, it, it's a very lovely uh, cemetery. It's got uh, an amazing view of Mount Rainier. Like there's a, there's a, like a driveway as it comes into the uh, the cemetery. And if yeah. you look back down that driveway, you can see Mount Rainier flanked by trees, and then there's an American flag, like in the foreground. We're able to take a couple pictures where. You, the wind uh, gusted at just the right time to make the, the flag kind of billow out. And it was a, it was a great picture. And when we looked at the picture on the phone, you could see like a, a shaft of sunlight coming down from the top of the, oh, that's amazing. the picture frame. Couldn't yeah. have planned it. It was, it was, it was really great. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was, it really was. So, so we were in, we were in Tacoma, Washington. That's where, uh, that's where Andrea grew up. Um, and uh, we were staying at a, at a local hotel and we, we're getting ready to go have dinner. And we had, before we were getting ready for dinner, Andre and I had walked 
basically walked along the water uh, and like the downtown Tacoma area, mostly to just to get some exercise because we, 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 we hadn't been doing a lot of activity. So we, we, we walked like a mile and a half down, mile and a half back, checked out, you know, just basically looked at the amazing view. You could, again, you could see the mountain. It was about, it was right on Puget Sound. Beautiful. We get back to the room and I was like, listen, my feet are killing me. I got to lay down for just a second. If you want to get ready, go ahead. I'll meet you downstairs. Just give me five minutes. Yeah. I get a text like two minutes later. I'm stuck in the elevator. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, uh, pardon? Forgive me for laughing. You know, it, it, <laughs> it was funny. Uh, I was like, pardon me? And so I, I, I get myself together. I put on clothes, put on shoes. Our, the door to our room is right by the elevator. So I, I, I walk I walk out and I, uh, I knock on the door and she says, she answers. I'm like, Are, what's going on? So like, I'm pushing the button. She's like, she's, she's on the, the intercom with the lady from the elevator company. Like she's contacted her and like, this is my situation. What am I supposed to do? So I'm like, allow me to go downstairs to the front desk and let them know what's going on. Ran downstairs, tell them, <laughs> tell them what's happening. They're like, Oh, well, that's, that's not, that's not great at all. And that was, it. And they, so they went to go call their, their master technician, or I think a maintenance master, I believe is what he was called. Sure. Um, yeah, sure. He had, I'm, I'm sure he, he also uh, will receive a military funeral when he's all done. <laughs> anyway, at this point, her brother arrives to pick us up for dinner. We didn't have a rental car. We were, we were basically relying on the kindness of friends, family, and strangers to ferry us around uh, Tacoma because rental cars are uh, a, just a bear to get uh, currently because of the pandemic and everything, but that's not important. Anyway, he gets in and he is a very uh, pragmatic person. There has got to be an immediately a solution to, to whatever problem is happening. Right. And so, and so he walks in and I say, uh, Andrea is going to be a minute. She's stuck in the elevator. <laughs> now I obviously I'm a comedian by trade and he's like, no, really what's going on. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Not taking it. Didn't take me seriously. And so no, I was like, really, she's, she's talking to the other. She goes, he's like, Oh my goodness. So he goes to try to get access to the electrical room for the elevator. He's trying to get the key because he, he's, he can fix a lot of things. He's a very right. handy person. He's done a lot of like things around our house. He's built things in our house. He, he ran electrical uh, out to our backyard so we could plug in our garage door. He's a very handy person anyway. So he figured I can fix this. And <laughs> Apparently, like flips the breaker in the, in the electrical room for the elevator, Wait, and all, the key? they just gave him the key. To the no, he, room he in this hotel. He 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 found his way in. I, I'm not sure what he was given <laughs> because I was kind of like back. I, I went back upstairs to talk to him, to, to kind of keep Andrea company because well, she's stuck in an elevator now. In the meantime, can one of the other uh, what's that? Can I ask you a question? Sure. On your way up to go keep Andrea company. Did you get a snack or something? Because I know you're—that's boy. You got to eat, and she's holding everybody up at this point. So <laughs> sure, no, yeah, she's been a real inconvenience at this point. So I, I, I go upstairs, and and then I'm talking to her, and then apparently the lights go out in the elevator because her brother flipped the breaker <laughs> to try to get the thing to work, and it did, didn't work. So long story short, took about a half an hour for the for the elevator guy to get there, and he had he opened the key, opened the thing up. Meanwhile, I'm I'm talking to the to the lady at the front desk. I, I'm not sure what is the male version of a Karen. Oh, this is all over the internet. I've heard Todd. I've heard Kevin. I've heard like Dwight. Eh, Dwight is so heavily associated with Shrewd from um 
from the office. I think Kevin is, or Chad. Chad, you know what, Chad sounds perfect. But here's the thing. I like to think though, that those monikers are given to people who are complaining for no reason at all. Like they are misconstrued the problem and are overblowing things. Uh, my wife was stuck in an elevator. I would like to speak to a manager, please. Right. Like, that, that to me is a reason to speak to a manager. So they were very apologetic. And I was like, well, listen, we're gonna, there's gonna be some, some compensation for this. When we get the bill, it better be reflected on the bill that this happened right. and, and we're not, yeah, so. What hotel chain was it again? Uh, it, 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 it wasn't really a chain. It's called, it's, it, it's a local hotel called the Silver Cloud. Uh, and Andrea, who I, all credit to her, she's normally not a fan of closed spaces. Oh, uh, but she was, a, she was a brave little toaster and she was able to make it through. I mean, it was hot in there too. So she was, she was sweating in this thing for, uh, for a half an hour. She gets out and she's like, you know what? It's just a good thing. I didn't have to go to the bathroom. So, yeah. Yeah. But she was great. She came through it like a champ. And, and so she you know, collected herself. And then we go out to dinner. When we come back, the manager's like, listen, we're, we're so sorry for what happened. We've put some champagne in the room for you. Okay. Some chocolates, uh, a little romance package. I mean, great. But that's not what we're in town for. Nope. We're in fact in town for the opposite of a romance package. <laughs> Did they know that? No, but I, oh. I, I told them that because when we finally checked out, we got the, the bill. And charge, it was full- I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna assume they charged it full price. They gave oh, you not only Not only did they charge us full price, they charged us for parking and we didn't have a car. And I, t- I told them we didn't have a car when we checked in. Anyway, so I got, I got the parking taken off, no problem. Yeah. And I was like, can you at least just comp the night from when she got stuck? Can it, because she tried to like just take a couple hundred dollars off. We were in a very, by the way, uh, for, for this trip, because there was going to be a lot of emotion and a lot of stress, Andrea booked like the best room in the place. It had its own private jacuzzi tub in the room just so we could like just take a nice bath every night and, yeah. and decompress. So it was, a, it, it was an expensive room and we, we moved to a different room for the last night because Andrea, we, we weren't sure of what our situation was going to be, where we were going to be staying, if we were going to be staying with friends for, for the one night. But we ended up just booking another room in the hotel just, just for convenience sake. Yeah. And so the manager, as she's fumbling around trying to make sure that I'm not a complete Chad, she starts, well, we're going to take you know, $200. dollars i am like, no, 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 no. Just, you're going to comp. You're going to compass at least a night. And so she goes to, to wipe out Friday. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Because no, a night in that room is not the same as a night in the room where we were when she got stuck. And she goes, you know what? You're right. And so she, she took that off. And yeah, it was, I'm like, why, why, why do I need to be pulling teeth here? <laughs> you guys are complete. And apparently after we left, we got word from another family member who was staying in the hotel for an extra day or so, someone else got stuck in the fucking elevator. So, ah. So the between, cloud in clearly doesn't realize the platform by which you have to blast. Oh yeah, oh them. yes, yes. This this uh, this <laughs> megaphone that I have. <laughs> Listen, I've got I've got hundreds of thousands of Disney fans who are going to be up your ass uh, any any minute. This seems like a call for the uh, the fairy god daddy. I'm going to step. <laughs> in. I'm going to make I'm going to make I'm going to make some calls. 
Because I know you wield a lot of influence along with your little wand. <laughs> Between Ticketmaster and the Silver Cloud Inn, it has just been a fucking nightmare for you this week. Well, I mean, listen, not a nightmare, just a, just a, just frustrating. Just a little frustrating and inconvenient. I because always, overall, it, it, it was a half hour of our time. No, I always get very frustrated by like bad customer service, right? Sure. It had been easily handled by just being like, I'm going to take out a night. Like, yeah, you shouldn't trap your guests in an elevator that's hot in the summer with the lights out. <laughs> that wasn't their fault, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up. But at the same point, like, look, there's no problem with screwing up. I used to work in customer service all the time. Every, every screw up is a great opportunity to demonstrate how you can fix it. You could have been the greatest voice for the Silver Cloud Inn moving oh, yeah? forward. That's the thing about things that go wrong. Nobody gives a shit when things go right. Nobody walks away and go, we had a great weekend. You never think about it again. But if something goes wrong, that's the, that's the pivotal moment where like, if they do the right thing, you will sing their praises for months. And if they do the wrong thing, you will tell anyone who will possibly listen to that story about how they screwed up. All right. So the other the other highlight of the trip, I mean, yeah. other than, than seeing all the friends and family that we hadn't seen uh, in a while. I mean, obviously, we wish we could have been under better circumstances, but it was what it was. One of the things that we the, one of the final things that we did while we were there, which was also to kind of uh, help honor her father's memory. One of the things that he loved to do was go going uh, rafting down the Yakima River. Oh, OK. Like so, whitewater rafting? Not really whitewater. It's more like a, a float down the river. So an inner tube with like a cooler and some beers and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. It is gotcha. like if they're like, I know the rapids are go from like class one to five. This was like class half. This is the, these were, there were a couple of ripples here and there, a couple of rocks. We actually had, did have to use paddles to kind of navigate things here and there, but sure, like, other uh, than that, very leisurely. Yeah. They're like streams and rivers up in Philadelphia, like the Philadelphia area. I think maybe the Delaware river, like it, it's a thing that's done. So I'm aware of this. Yeah. So we so we uh, got a bunch of friends together and rented uh, rented a raft. So so yeah. So we're we're riding down to the to the Yakima, and uh, we're in a we're in a truck with uh, with uh, two of uh, of Andrea's friends um, and their daughter, and uh, we're coming around the bend on the highway on I think it's on I ninety, and um, we ran out of gas. In the car, you're driving to the river to do this. We're driving, driving to the river, and we the, the 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 truck ran out of gas, and we broke down on the side of the road on a bend uh, that is one of the most treacherous places to to break down on on a highway because you're coming around like a turn where there's a lot of uh, tractor trailers. We're on the left side where people are, where people are speeding through, uh, and we were on a shoulder that was a very narrow shoulder. Wait, um, when you say you ran out of gas, you mean you had so little gas in it that the car just yes moving? yes. I've never because because when their gas light came on while we were driving and we right. said hey your gas light's on and yeah. he said no the gas gauge no. is broken no and we said okay you know your truck better than we know your truck sally forth uh so <laughs> <laughs> so we kept going and then he's like um nope nope truck's <laughs> truck's broken <laughs> And we pull over the side of the road. We had to like, we all, all had to get out and hop over the Jersey wall because we were afraid of someone hitting the car <laughs> while we were in it. As a, as, a, as, a, as a human being who owns your own vehicle, that is one of the most humbling moments. Oh, yeah. Through. Just, uh, guys, don't worry. The gas thing's broken. I know, I know my car. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's definitely. <laughs> Turns out, no. <laughs> it's definitely out of gas. So that was just another, another, um, 
continuity to drama. Just another stuck in the elevator moment for us. Long story short, we made it to the river. Yeah, so, and we, I, I do not, I'm not a river rat, I guess you call it. I don't, not a, not a river I, rat. I don't raft often. I don't float often. I mean, I am buoyant, but, but I don't, I don't choose that, that method of conveyance very often. Yeah, and we, we floated down the river and got several shades of sunburn and uh, many, many more shades of drunk. Uh, but uh, again, it was a, um, it was a nice tribute. It was a really nice way to kind of cap off the week with, uh, with, with some friends, uh, that we either a hadn't seen in a while or B were just meeting, uh, in my case, just meeting for the first time. It really was a, a, a great trip. One of the other things I wanted to, wanted to bring up. So obviously the trip from Washington DC to Tacoma, Washington, it's a long flight. And thankfully we flew Alaska airlines. And uh, they have like 500 movies yeah. that you can stream. And a lot of them were newer, newer movies, new releases. Yeah. On the way there, my first choice was The NeverEnding Story. Oh, and this is, please, please do it because I appreciated it. Go ahead. It's always interesting watching a movie that you haven't seen maybe with adult eyes yeah, I in seen a while. I haven't, I haven't seen it since the 80s probably. But... The kind of, the storytelling is, I don't know, like, I don't want to say it doesn't hold up because it does really still hold up. Obviously, Falcor, the luck dragon, everything. Yeah. All right. So one, one, it is universally among 80s kids. What is one of the top five saddest moments on film? Uh, oh, easily. And I think I know this. We haven't prepped this. Has to be um, My Girl. Not what I was going for. But come on, I mean. No, no, no. Sure, 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 sure. When Macaulay yes. Culkin gets killed by those bees, and then Nick okay. Cage First of all, spo bees. spoiler alert! Spoiler alert, everybody. Um, <laughs> but the one of the top five saddest moments committed to film for kid for kids of our age is when Atreyu's horse Artax drowns in the swamp of sadness because he's too sad. His horse dies because it's sad, right? This is, loses... gap. this is an age gap thing again. Have you not I, seen The NeverEnding Story? I, I told you I saw it in the 80s. I was like five or six years old. I have not seen this movie probably. Because this was an emotion years. for kids my age or whatever yeah. growing up. I'll, I guess I'll have to double check and see what year it came out. But, but that moment, man, that was an emotionally yeah. scarring moment. I got to go back and rewatch it now. What I'm about to get to is I'm not sure why it was though. Just based on how the story was being told. Really? Yeah. 84. 84. Okay. So I was nine. And I was two. You were two. Okay. Never mind. Then this obviously wouldn't have imprinted on you. You weren't old enough. Don't worry about it. So the way they, they lay the story out, Atreyu is supposed to be the one, the, the, the chosen warrior who can defeat the nothing. Okay. You, 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 this is not, this is sailing past you. You have no idea what's happening. I, got, I, I, I think, I think this is one of those moments, given how like heavy we've lay, laid on this, I will watch this movie this week and we should do a discussion of never ending story next yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, it's totally. And um, I'm all about that. This is going to be lost on me entirely. I should watch the movie this week and we should. All right. You know what? Those of you listening, let's do never ending story next week. Cause I want to talk about this. It's a movie that has been in the back of my mind to go back and revisit for a while now. Yeah. Um, so this is a great well, reason for me to do so. Sure. Let's let's put a pin in that then. Let's put a pin in it. 
and we'll we'll come back to it. I'm not turning this into another Muppets thing. I swear to God. I'm happy I just I can guess because I we, we, the, the guessing itself would have gone on <laughs> fucking ever. Yeah, right. This would, it would have been its own episode. All right. Well, tell you what. Let me let me just say uh, again that it was it was a, it was a much needed trip. We needed that kind yeah. of uh, closure to everything that happened because really uh, just dealing dealing with everything in the shadow of the pandemic and um, and not feeling very powerless as to when, you know, when we would be able to, to handle everything. It was nice to finally get that, that kind of closure and to send them off correctly with all the proper tributes. And uh, it was a good trip. That's really beautiful, man. I'm really happy that you guys had the opportunity to do that. Not that you had the opportunity to go. Sure. No, no, no. I mean, obviously we would prefer not to have to have done that at all, but it seems like it's the best case scenario for a terrible situation with the exception of Andrea being locked in a <laughs> Except for the elevator thing, right. But that's it. We've had very different weeks as, yeah. as, as, we, as we are wont to do. And that's why, that's why we come together here. You. Uh, well, yeah, but we're not going to say the name of but, but that's But that's why, that's why you come here to the podcast to so the you podcast. can hear two Jared Stearns. Jared Stearns. Two completely different weeks. And then we come together and we tell you all about it. And then you can hopefully tell all your friends on TikTok and uh, and, and 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 then we can come back again. Soon we'll, we'll, co- we'll co-write and produce the uh, the fairy god, uh, the fairy god daddy. Yeah, d- don't, don't you fuck up the title, it's your title. It's my title. We'll, co- we'll co-write and produce the fairy god daddy story. Well, listen, I, I, I hope your new TikTok fame will bring all these new people here. We can we can uh, all come together as one to say, uh, fuck t- Ticketmaster. Then we can just take this new TikTok army that we've created and, and actually have a semi-successful podcast. Take it easy, buddy. All right, talk to you soon. Hey, everybody. Thanks for sticking your ears between two sterns. Please leave us a five-star review, even if it's a sarcastic one. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have an idea for the show? Or are you also Jared Stern? Shoot us an email. You can find links to everything at jaredstern.com. Jared Stern.